You're listening to the MLS Fantasy Insider, bringing you weekly tips, tricks, and advice for the official MLS Fantasy game. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 25 of the MLS Fantasy Insider, our review of round 21 and preview of our plans for the upcoming uh, League's Cup All-Star Game break. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Garber's Grass Company. Move over, Kentucky Bluegrass. It's good. Uh, sorry, sorry. No, actually, uh, brought to you by MLSFantasyBoss.com and the amazing MLS Fantasy Insider Patreons. Uh, it's because of you all that were able to keep this project going. And, of course, our amazing Discord, who did so much with us last week during that episode. Uh, you can find out more about our Patreon at, at patreon.com slash MLSFI and more about our Discord server at MLSFantasyBoss.com slash Discord. I'm your host, Reed Connolly from MLSFantasyBoss.com, and tonight I'm joined by my partner in fantasy, Ashley Savage. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm awesome. It's, uh, I'm ready for the break. <laughs> um, I'm ready for some time off. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, doing doing really well. Uh, well, so happy to have you here. Uh, I can't actually tell you why Blaine is not here tonight because straight up, we just didn't ask him because he's been so busy with crazy life stuff as late. And this is going to be a, a episode that's a little bit shorter than usual. We were like, yeah, we're not even going to bother yeah. him with trying to get things worked out. So, uh, but a mini-sode, yes, if you will. a mini so yeah, a bit more than me just walking down the sidewalk at work, uh, giving an update, but uh, mm-hmm. not, not quite as much as a full episode. So we, we have two things planned for you tonight. We're going to give you an update about why the game may look weird as far as the next round, round 22, and what you can expect from the MLS Fantasy Insider team during this period of time. But we are not going to leave you hanging. We are going to do a review of uh, the double game week round 21. Uh, Full honesty, I was on vacation, and so I did not see a lot. I kept up most of the stuff with my phone because, again, uh, if you're at a bar or any place, they, I imagine, nine and a half times out of 10 don't have Apple TV. And so uh, yeah. watching MLS in a bar is pretty much, in in my world, not a thing anymore. And that's absolutely ridiculous. Um, that's going to have that iPhone. No. That you're so again. That's that's not true. It does not suck <laughs> to not have an iPhone. Very. I watched the Sounders game at a bar on Saturday. So they, oh they got the MLS oh, on your phone. Okay. I was like, did they get the package <laughs> just nope, for that? I, that I would, I would totally not put that beyond someplace in like Seattle that a bar would get. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm sure. get the package no, right there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to give you some quick little, little reviews. So uh, first, if you're in chat with us, let us know how you did in this round and uh, we'll start out. I got 181 and for the round that put me overall ranked 90 of the round. And because you all are amazing and crazy and ridiculous, I only won one of my head-to-head games with a score of 181. So I have one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm in six head-to-head leagues, and I won one of them because of the people I played, most of them either scored in the mid 80s slightly like i had i had lost to donuts in the in the pro rail championship 181 to 183 or some of you all got like 190 that i played so 
you guys did awesome. And I saw this and I was like, yes, 181, because I won, like I said, didn't get to see a lot of the games and I made some flubs because I was trying to do some stuff quick. And so as an example, I had, uh, I was going with a new England defender. I had Petrovic at first decided I, that was just not where I want to spend the money. And I put in defender, didn't pay attention, selected Jones. Yeah. Jones didn't play by played. So I realized that after the game started. And so I had to make some changes not uh, a horrible thing, though, because I did run with uh, Brady as the goalkeeper and so got that double shutout from uh, Chicago. I ended up bringing in Gomez on my bench and he scored for me. Had Lennon on my bench and he scored for me. Then I had Polito, who did not sub in. Um, otherwise, I had Chihos as well. So I doubled up with Chicago there and was really happy. And then Barial did not do well for me. So probably should have had him on the bench. Uh, but that's retrospect right there. Uh, had Bowanga up front. I'll get into another option I could have had there. Uh, but Bowanga was up front, nine points, respectable. And then loved almost all my midfield. Gald, Acosta, Heal, who's my captain, Reynoso. Everyone coming in with at least 20 points there. And then it got a little cute off of some of the discussion that was happening uh, and took a flyer with uh, Derusi. Could have gone with pretty much any of my other midfield options and would have done much better this, this round there. But still, 181, not, not bad at all i mean if you were in that no. general range right there i mean that's definitely a great score my head-to-heads are just exactly really. my head-to-heads are just because you guys are ridiculous and amazing um yeah but but yeah definitely that was that was a good round for what was going on here some of my expectation versus reality uh again the the new england forward rotation is still a real thing and when i first was coming into this round i was thinking i wanted to get a new england forward, but i just did not know who was going to score. And I decided that was ultimately just too risky. And you can see that there was, was swapping of points and the goals mm-hmm. last week as there. So that's, that's an expectation that is still holding out. Uh, but Gall, the first man on my team and just coming through and I'll let Ashley talk some more about him right there. The defense though, from new England um, still some options. I just don't feel like Petrovic is, it's just too expensive. I think your money is better spent on the field players with new England. This, there are other keeper options that you can go with. I think, money. I think well, you can still use it. <laughs> I just think you get more bang for your buck with the field players sure. you're going for him. So uh, yeah, not, it's a dumb um, amount. It's a stupid amount for sure. Have to mention Chicago. No, it was not talked about last week and got some flack for that. Uh, but I hope you were watching those Chicago results. I mean, they <laughs> came away with two solid wins. Now, yeah. what we have to talk about is who did they beat? Montreal mm-hmm. and Toronto, who, according to ESPN, are near the very bottom of MLS power rankings. Not the bottom because Miami still exists, but uh, they were almost at the bottom of the table. Chicago, not much better, uh, but things have changed with the new coaching situation. And Chicago did come out there. Their defense is particularly attractive for me right now. Uh, Brady did well, and and she hosts was someone that we've looked at often because of his bonus point production. Had a lot of talk about Shakiri. And I know that there was some back and forth being like, don't sleep on him. This is going to be his round. The guy got 11 points. He had a good game. So Brandon Bayh got as many points as he did. I hope this wasn't his, his round. I mean, he did, he yeah. did fine. Did better than Drusi did. He did fine for a double game week player. He got better, you got than, Mukhtar. better than Mukhtar as well. Um, so. But not got, everybody else. <laughs> he is not blowing things away like Gall did, like like Reynoso did, like Heal does. I mean, mm-hmm. someone I would I would say yes, absolutely. If you want to start talking about Shakiri as possibly 
maybe a fifth or rotating six, fifth and sixth option of, of a midfielder during the right matchup, I'd be willing to listen to your argument. But he's not a guy who's going to really be coming still to, to the forefront for me. But he got points. Chicago did well. Very much so worth mentioning. Uh, I don't know if that would be your expectation or your reality in this result. Uh, for me, though, it was uh, the expectation that was, or the, the reality that I was hoping, uh, at least with that keeper to pay off for me right there. Uh, again, the the split expectation reality for Nashville. We have said often that Nashville is not a road team, and we saw that that they did not get it done on the road. In Cincinnati, there are definitely some shenanigans in that game. Whoever was that fan who just took the ball and threw it back into the field, yeah, sir, are amazing. That was that was grade A, just. Excellent. Excellent. Um, but at home against Philly is where they st- they uh, had the, the shutout and they stuttered. And that was a little bit of, of the reality that we did not expect from them. People were hoping maybe for at least one good game from Mukhtar at home, especially since Philly had struggled a little bit. But that was not the case. And so um, Nashville is still one, I think, to be cautious about going going forward. And that has been the for the majority of the season. That I think we've been a little bit <laughs> colder on or cooler on Nashville than we have previously. Uh, and then we're going to be seeing more of these new guys coming again, coming in uh, to the league as, as Skyler's getting everything updated. But uh, Arango RSL did not, I actually don't know if he didn't start, but he did not play the full 90 in both of these games comes away with 11 yeah. points at the forward. He didn't I had him. I had him in my lineup, saw he wasn't starting and then pivoted away to, um, to Polito. So wish I had him, but you know, I wanted, I wasn't sure it was going to happen. I was on vacation. And so I wanted players who were starting and, and that's what it was there. Um, chat, go ahead and share some of your expectation reality. Ashley, give us your thoughts and we'll cover the yeah. chat after that. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, crushed your score. I got a 182. <laughs> so better by well one. Played. Well played. Um, you to beat me. But I mean, but I mean, the difference in my week's, and your week was one point, but I won all, all of my head-to-heads except for one. Um, I lost to Mifflin All-Stars, who's a fantastic team. I beat a top 10 overall player, shockingly. Um, and a lot of that, I think, was – I think a lot of the differences for people this week was um, who got nervous about that Chicago weather and who didn't. So you, where you probably didn't even see the weather in Chicago, so you just kept your teams. Um, I went back and forth about it a lot and was very glad to have not um, fall, fall, fallen prey to the will they or won't they in Chicago, because they did. And, you know, that I think made a lot of difference on a lot of teams. Um, I do have to say I was fed a lot of um, – crash last week over on discord about Shakiri. I personally was, and I definitely played into it, but um, I have to, I have to correct you. And I apologize because I don't like to do that. He got 16 points, um, but he was not even like in the top seven um, for middies for last week with that. But still, that is a super respectable double game week score. He got just 13 that first game and then a three. Um, but you know, he hasn't, he hasn't been incredibly consistent. Maybe this is the start of a turnaround, but he wasn't on my team. Didn't pick him up. Didn't even think about it. If I'm being completely honest. Um, I had a lot of the same players that you referenced, um, you know, just kind of got a little lucky in some spots and a little less luck 
less lucky than others. Um, Karan's on my bench. Thankfully, I'm so glad I didn't start him because um, that's one of my, you know, my first expectation was reality. Karanza has picked up goal contributions, multiple goal contributions in the second leg of his last two double game weeks. Um, and that was my expectation was if he doesn't show out that first week, he'll show out the second, um, second game. I mean, and he got a red card in the, in the first game, which was a pretty surprising. It was a really interesting exchange. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's kind of worth watching. He and Shaq Moore kind of like did a hustle tangle and they both got a red card. I think by the letter of the law, it obviously was, but it seemed really ridiculous, um, reflectively. Um, another expectation of mine was for Galt to produce, and he did. Um, a surprise in that reality for me was uh, White also producing, making team of the week. He's someone that we often talk about, but he's someone we don't usually consider over some of the more consistent strikers, right? But he really did um, have a good week last week. Another expectation of mine was for Reynoso to continue his bonus point production and hopefully get some goal contributions. And that reality was he did. And also he did with Timo Pukki, which was fantastic. I'm very excited um, for him to be joining Minnesota. I, I really do think he should be a good, um, a good new name for us in fantasy. Um, and then another expectation for me was a Chicago shutout. It, it, one uh, was the, was the hope. Um, and the reality was the weather delay, I think, scared away a lot of people. And Chicago was able to pull off two shutouts, some huge points um, from their back line, which was really great. Uh, and then lastly, an expectation was, you know, Bawanga to get goals, like plural. And the reality was, you know, Carlos Vela decided to be old Vela. And, uh, you know, Bawanga came away off two games with just a nine. Uh, I, I do want to circle back to what you said about Chicho. I know I borderline fantasy MLS fan girl over him, but he's just the real deal when it comes to points and goal scoring. And, you know, we talked about him like crazy and then Belongo got here and it kind of like took some of the wind out of the sails because he started doing the same stuff, but I'm so happy to have him back in MLS and RSL isn't the most consistent team for production wise, but he is a name that I will keep on my team most of the time, I think, because he's just so consistent in what he does. So um, even though he didn't start and barely, you know, put together a full, a full double game week, it was nice to see him get 11 points. Wasn't on my team. Um, I dropped him once I saw I wasn't starting, but yeah, definitely someone who is living up to my continued expectation. Uh, and I hope he does after the break as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for the correction on the points. I know we had talked about that before the show started no, and no, it just, no. it just slipped my mind again, as I was just in the flow, uh, not yeah. a whole lot to go ahead and mention from, from Chad. One thing that I will uh, mention is I know people have started using sporty Kansas city as a bit of a, uh, a bench play from time to time, especially Polito. Mm -hmm. I think has really been the main one that people have been using. Yeah. They got five, which not fantastic, but the sporting mm -hmm. Kansas City is still still struggling. So um, while Polito may be one option, I know some of their players did okay during this round. Um, Shallowy got eleven. Uh, Russell got eleven. I mean, th th definitely fine for for what's going on. Uh, just not consistency still right there. So I think mm -hmm. if you haven't already, that looking for some other options with your switcheroos, moving away from sporting Kansas City is uh, going to be a good call. 
And the other thing that Toledo I put in a lot of goals in a short amount of time, did. I think was, do you know what I mean? was, a, but he right. now with the rest of that front line back and all those, those things. Yeah. I, I don't know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. He had his, he did his time and uh, people can get from him what they needed to for, for what was going on. Yep. So the other thing mm-hmm. I wanted to mention as well that I forgot to put a note about is uh, we had the Portland Columbus game and that was Portland's, those were, those were single game weeks right there. This was Columbus without Cucho and they still, they got those two goals from Zella. Uh, they lost three, two to Portland, but, but that was without Cucho. So I still think that's, that's a nice little takeaway of seeing that value that he has. And with a Portland team that's been struggling uh, still being able to get those those two goals. It's just some nice information to take away. Also that it looks like Room is going to be leaving uh, Columbus. And so that's- He is that's, leaving. Yeah, he is leaving. And so that's that's yeah. going to be who you can expect to be in the goal and, and all that defensive unit going forward. So uh, just some some more consistency right there of what you, if you were going back and forth of who's going to be in the goal, that, that should answer if you had uh, still been wondering about that. Uh, other than that, a lot of stuff kind of came out as as one would have expected, and um, yeah, it was a pretty pretty solid round, and one that we now get to have a little bit of a break from. And uh, mm-hmm. there's there's some you may have noticed what's coming up in, in the, on your schedule, and may be a little confused, but don't worry, we are here to help you with that, and we're going to talk about that next during our housekeeping section. And welcome back for our housekeeping for this break week that we have coming up. Yes, if you are looking at your fantasy schedule right now and you see that it says Sunday, August 20th is the start of round 22, that is correct. That is not a glitch. Uh, And that is because starting this week, we have the All-Star Game and the League's Cup break. Uh, Of those two themes, I could care less about the league's cup not even sure if i'm going to watch it but if you do want to watch it you can check it all out on apple tv yeah. uh not at a bar on apple tv uh but no <laughs> i i don't really care about the league's cup the all-star game sounds like it's going to be awesome that's that's fine and i want them to win and beat arsenal always want arsenal to lose yeah. but that's why we had this break there's the league's cup the month-long tournament between liga mx and mls to play for some trophy and money and viewers and just an, a made up tournament that puts a thing on on break and hope people don't get injured uh not not about it i don't know how you feel about the league scout ashley i honestly don't often get very excited about the additional things but i still always tune in if that makes sense so um i like soccer so i'll watch soccer in most forms um when it's the real Team playing, if that makes sense. So my husband will watch a starting eleven of names I've never heard of, um, but <laughs> have a Sounders crest on their shirt. Um, I, you know, I don't get jacked up about it. I'm not going to move things around to watch it. But yeah, I like soccer. I'll watch. That's fair. That is a that is a good attitude to have. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. It just it just doesn't do anything for me. But. Yes. Uh, All-Star game is on 719. The League's Cup is from 721 through August 19th. So yes, indeed, uh, the final games or will be on August 19th. And MLS Fantasy and MLS Proper resumes on um, August 22nd. 
That is a yeah. Sunday, and uh, it should be a single game week. So ease back into things from and there. there's some teams on a buy that week. <laughs> there are teams on a buy, be. so it's going to be it's yeah. going to be crazy. So what can you expect yeah. from MLS Fantasy Insider? That is the question. If you are new, maybe you're thinking, oh, so you guys just going to take a break for a month? That is not good content, people. We can't do no. that. Uh, so for those of you who are veteran listeners, you know that we do try to fill the spaces. Every now and then we might take a week off, but we like to keep having content come out and what we try to keep relevant content for you all. So what I have for you tonight is an update on what you can expect during this, this month-long break and uh, some plans for how you can provide some feedback. So I have already a plan for our next two episodes. And we're going to be focusing on new players because as you may have noticed, some new faces have been appearing in the game. Pause for Ashley. Yeah, I mean, Messi's there. He's there, he's there, he's every friggin' where. He's Messi, he's there. He's so expensive, I love it so much. He is 15 mil out the gate. The closest player in price to him is Lucho Casa at 13.9. So uh, isn't isn't Almada like 14? Or has he gone down? Almada's 13.6. I'm like, I, yeah, yeah. I just I literally just texted my husband this as we were <laughs> looking at it. So the most expensive player close to Messi is Lucho Casa 13.9, and Messi is starting at 15. So. Put your pennies aside. <laughs> so I'm going to blame Skylar on that one because when I saw what was going on, the first thing I did was I sent Skylar just a message of just 15 million and then an eye roll gif. Mm -hmm. And he responded back with, you don't think that the goat should be lower than Armada. If people are willing to pay 14 right. million plus for Armada, they will find the extra 1 million for Messi. I told uh, Skylar that he should start at 18 million. So he actually lowballed my suggestion. So... We're on That's different pages here. Yeah, I'm, yeah people I'm people aren't paying people aren't paying 14 million for Amada. People are paying 14 million for 186 points, the top producing player of the season and a yeah. very consistent player mm -hmm. of the season. That's what they're paying 14 million for. Though I hope you haven't been paying 14 million for that over the past few rounds because it has not been paying off. And I did not have him last round because of that very thing right there. But yes, Messi is 15 million. So in the coming two episodes, we are going to have one episode that is just focusing on new players who have been mm -hmm. added or players who we expect to be added by the time the game comes back, mm -hmm. who we think will have an impact or maybe not an impact. Maybe we'll stretch that out to two episodes of players who will have an impact versus players who will be duds. We'll see um, about that. We'll at least have an episode talking about the incoming new players who we like and think should be on your short list. Mm -hmm. After that, because down in Florida, in Miami specifically, it's just turning into to Barca Jr., we're going to have a full episode that focuses on Inter-Miami and the players who are coming in, including Messi, and how they could impact the fantasy landscape for Miami. There's plenty of stuff. You go to MLS right now, their entire front page is all messy. Messy at the shopping cart, messy running a red light, messy doing all these things. I drank so, high noon this weekend just because messy took a picture in front of a wall of high noon. See, there you go. It's already Everywhere. paying off. It's already paying off. So we are going to have an entire episode about the fantasy impact of messy and the new players coming in to enter Miami yeah. as well and how they might work for the rest of the year. So SEO, exactly, Cam. I'll keep it SEO optimization for messy content. Yeah. Uh, no, 
Exactly. So those are going to be two of the episodes that we're going to have. Incoming new players that we like and uh, an Inter-Miami Messi-focused episode for Fantasy Impact. After that, there will still be a few weeks that we want to have filled with content. Like I said, maybe we'll split up and have incoming players we like and incoming players we don't like. Uh, that seems like an easy one for me right there. But I want to get feedback from <coughs> you all. So shoot something to me on Discord. Send me a message on Twitter. Let us know what kind of fantasy content you would like to see during this gap. We're happy to give a uh, a mid-season, a two-thirds season, whatever we want to call it, review of how we thought the teams would be versus where they're looking at. Now I know at the beginning we thought if they were uh, teams that we were going to hot garbage <clears> or pass <throat> or keep anything like that, yeah. so we could do an update on that if you want. Uh, in the past, we've done some fantasy Mount Rushmore, which is really not much different. Uh, but anything that you guys are interested in hearing from a fantasy point of view, we can try to get some more interviews on from some of our patrons, try to get Skylar on if you want to get some feedback about how the game's going. Just let us know what you would like to hear. And mm-hmm. We'll try to get some of that content out during this break so that there is still content that you find valuable or at least enjoyable. That was the big thing we did during COVID is we just wanted to take people's minds off of what was going on. So mm-hmm. if you just need a fantasy fix, we'll be here to do that as well. And maybe, you know what, maybe near the end of League's Cup, we'll give a little rundown to see if there's anything from League's Cup that you may have missed that might be fantasy relevant of mm-hmm. an injury or any kind of results from players who are coming in that may want to know for a little bit of a heads up. So we might mm-hmm. look at that as well. But those are just some of the ideas. But let me know what you guys want. Let any of us know what you want. Yeah. And we'll try to get Absolutely. that coming out here but that's what you can expect for the next couple of episodes yeah is we're a taking a break about next players. week because the savages are going on vacation and then we're going to do two episodes in the lead up to the preview round before um we come back from the big break right well i mean maybe i'll just go solo next do week. it that's it, it it depends on what the people want sure, I mean, sure maybe sure. next if week you need three, we just get some three episodes if you do the messy stuff without me Swear to God. I will not. I will not Thank do that. You. Next week, maybe I'll just get some guests to come on and, and chit chat so we can Perfect. see what goes on. But we'll we'll get things sorted out during Maybe the we'll find Blaine. Maybe Blaine will come up. We'll play yeah. a, a where in the world is, is Blaine Riffle and it's figure Blaine. out what's going on on right there. But we'll get that for you. Also, I want to announce for those who are Patreon supporters, I have received the images for the 2023 voting for what's going to be our 2023 pin and magnet. Just for the reminder, the 2022. Uh, this was the magnet that we had, this little round MLS Fantasy Insider, kind of a la New York City FC-esque logo that was designed for us as the magnet. And then we had this little uh, FC Cincinnati color shield MLS F Fantasy Insider little pin, P-I-N, that uh, was designed for us. We're going to do the same voting this year for uh, the number one is going to be the pin. The number two is going to be the the magnet. Or I'll do separate votes. I'll do whatever you guys want. Um, but we're going to vote again on those images to see which ones we order so I can get all the swag sent out once we have everything. I have everything in hand so I can get all of that out to everyone. So uh, some pretty cool, cool concepts. Had five of them. If you were heads up last week during the Discord, you may have seen a preview of one of the images already that Christian used as, as a logo. So uh, looking forward to that. But that's what's going to be out there on the Patreon site. So you do have to be Patreon members to vote for that so keep an eye on that over at patreon.com slash mlsfi um hey black and red does not have classes happening next week if you want to have black and red on the show i do i want to be there now's the time to make it happen we could just bring in some of the the highest scoring players that we've had some past champions and just do a general chat about uh the state of the game what 
what stats they like, how they approach things, get Scott on to talk about what maybe some early future predictions, what we want. And that could be a fun little little bit of a, an episode. It don't have to yeah. be as long. We can do shorter episodes <laughs> as well. Just want to keep putting out some content. So that's what's coming up. And that's why when you look at your fantasy game, yep. you see August 22nd as the start of the next round. I also want to throw out for those of you who are like, what will I do if I don't like League's Cup and MLS is gone and I'm so sad. I know most of us are kind of like, a break feels nice. But if you don't feel like that, <laughs> uh, go over to the MLS Transfer Tracker. It's slower than Twitter, but it still has everything there. Um, and it's pretty good at, you know, if you, like, I don't follow NYCFC on Twitter. Gene just told me about some signing I hadn't heard of, who, you know, might be the new Toffee, and, you know, that perks my interest. So, I'm going to head on over to uh, the transfer tracker and check out who he's talking about. So um, that's definitely something you can just scroll through if you want to um, during the break to see who's who's coming in and, and get traded and all that good stuff. And of course, you can always head over to MLSFantasyBoss.com slash Discord. Join the Discord community. Head over to the Discord server and have any general soccer talk that you want to have. I mean, when it's World there. Cup, you've got the, the buildup for, mm-hmm. for FPL coming up. So all sorts of things like that. Uh, you can come in and you can talk Nations League. Maybe there's even a Fantasy Nations League. I don't know. Or Leagues Cup. The Fantasy mm-hmm. Leagues Cup. Maybe, maybe there's something going on. I don't know. I didn't look. But if it's there, you can find people on the Discord server who would like to participate yeah. for that. So it should be very good times. Um, but I did, I thought it was important to have this episode tonight so we can make sure everyone knew what to expect coming up and do a little bit of, of uh, feedback off of this round because it was it was a good round. It, mm-hmm. it very respectable, some good things happened. Other than that, we're not going to have a second break because we don't have any players to preview. That would be pointless right yeah, now. Nothing. And so uh, we have no captains to to go with but it's it's going to be a good time so actually let's just do plugs yeah um i have two separate plugs i want to plug because we didn't talk about it last week and i apologize we i said i would while you were gone um i want to plug i'm gonna get just give it to the la galaxy since it was technically their home game Mm -hmm. for putting up sometime during the game maybe at halftime screenshot of who is winning their leagues um, in fantasy on the board during El Trafico. And I am just so here for, for whatever reason, the Galaxy has been plugging and promoing those things. That That's fantastic. I tag the Sounders in it every single time, asking them to do the same. Yes, it's been done. Um, but I've just loved seeing that. I was so excited to, to see that when that was shared with us. Um, and then I also want to give a shout out to two of our friends on Discord. Just another example of why the Discord community is so great. Um, my family and I are going to be in San Diego next week. I want to watch the USA Netherlands game. And so I went into our FIFA World Cup channel on Discord, tried to see if anybody in San Diego had some suggestions and had a couple of people chime in um, with some great ideas for where we can go. And I would never be able to figure that out, honestly, if it wasn't for for Discord. So. Um, I appreciate Maple Sirius and San Diegan soccer fan whose real names I don't know. And I apologize. I don't know how to figure that out, but I just know how to post in discord and that's about it. So um, <laughs> again, just another great example of, of how wonderful the discord community can be help wise. Um, and, you know, as a community and then, yeah, LA galaxy, thank you for, for plugging fantasy when no one else does. Uh, and of course for me, 
as I already said, uh, the Patreon community, the MLS Fantasy Boss Discord community, that's exactly where you should be. Uh, not a lot's going to happen at MLSFantasyBoss.com since we don't have content coming out. But of course, link back to these podcasts. Uh, but check out the poll that we have coming up for our patrons and uh, definitely participate in the Discord server during this time to keep your, your scratching your fantasy itch, to wet your fantasy whistle, whatever you want to say uh, for that. Appreciate so many people who are continuing to participate and uh, send me your feedback. I genuinely want to hear, uh, shoot me a message on Twitter, send me a message on on uh, Discord, at me at Discord, and, and I will try to see it. Someone will let me know if, if, I, don't, if I don't catch it. Uh, but let me know what you want to hear because we want to do what uh, is relevant for you and important to you even during this break. I don't like dead air. So I, I want to do something that that you guys as a community want to hear. And so that's, that is the plan. Otherwise, enjoy the break. Recharge your, your fantasy spirits. Uh, this is the perfect time to get ready for the, the home stretch of the season. And messy fever that is going to be hitting fantasy i'm going to tell scott going they need to, to be a hitting a rebrand no they haven't rebranded the fantasy game yet they need to throw up like when, when 22 kicks off they need to like put a pink theme onto the fantasy game for that for that week just just to make it happen Nothing uh, or or at least do it like goat theme something like that so replace all the great. images with goats yeah um this so picture looks do. great there's some people who still don't even have a picture messy it's, I mean, it's probably in the contract, part of the contract. Yeah. But uh, thanks so much, everyone, for joining in with us tonight. Look forward to hearing what you have to say. And of course, as always, good luck. Mm-hmm.